laughing all the way to the bank. <laughs> Friday and welcome to yet another edition of the Spread Podcast. My name is Jordan, aka JL, sitting here with my brother and co-host Marcus, aka Marky Mark. What's going on, Marcus? How are we feeling today? What's up, baby? How are you? Hey, I want to come out and say real quick. Happy fucking birthday, brother. Happy birthday to me. I I very much appreciate that. Thank you. You got a big weekend coming up, don't you? Yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be actually a huge weekend because first off, we have six amazing picks and Every time I look at these, they look better and better and better and better and better and better. I can't get over how much money we're going to win, so I'm looking forward to that. I'm also going to be doing that winning in the land, the dreamland of gambling, which is Las Vegas. I'm leaving tomorrow. I have a flight to Vegas at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning so I can arrive to the casinos before the first slate of football begins at 9 a.m. So That's a pro move. Yeah, looking forward to it. Not looking forward to being a 30-year-old, but, you know, that's that's life. You live, you age, and then you die. And well, then hey, you, win, you win locks. Let's make your 30th the best gambling weekend of your life. And I'll say this. We we sat down, just for all the listeners out there who don't, who don't who think we're a couple schmucks, we sat down the other night and watched film after film after film after film. I don't know if I've ever been so excited about a slate of games, and especially the six locks that we have. I'm going to already say I've, I've parlayed all six of these picks already. I've already parlayed all six of them. I'm doing the same thing. I'm going to the window at Caesars Palace Saturday morning. And I'm putting in a $200 parlay, six team that pays out ten thousand. That's you're what gonna I'm doing. have. You're gonna have the pit bosses on your ass after you because they're like, this guy knows something. This guy knows something. But we just we just did the homework. We put in work on the film, and we have a lot of takes this week. We have a lot of great great takeaways from these games. We watched every single game. We have great takeaways, and we have a lot of really good picks. I'm so fucking excited for this week jl i can't even tell you how excited i am i wish i the only thing that couldn't could could make this week more perfect is if i could go to vegas with you unfortunately i can't make it but god damn i'm jealous that you're gonna be in the heart of the gambling world yeah i'm really excited also las vegas raiders hosting their first home game on monday night so i'll be there for that i won't actually be at the game but sneak in I, I plan on being uh, probably at Caesar Sportsbook for that one. I just have a feeling uh, that'll be a, a fun atmosphere. Apparently, Nevada is no longer a COVID hotspot. That happened like today, so that was good timing. <laughs> Dude, that is the best juju ever. Today it comes out. Nope, no more COVID. No more COVID in Vegas, baby. Yeah, that, that was good news for me. Um, not that COVID would ever even touch me, but... <laughs> 
that's that's good news. Uh, so let's lay out what we're going to cover today, Marcus. We want to do a recap of last week. We had a pretty good opening week overall. Uh, I believe we were five and three, correct? Yeah, five and one. I believe. Wait, five, four and one or five and one in the NFL? Four and one in the NFL. Uh, unfortunately, we learned the hard way that college football is officially canceled. Yes, this year. Until further notice. Until further notice. Yeah. We are done with college football. We opted out. There's no need for us to pick these games. What what I've noticed is that there are some teams who you can tell have mentally been coached correctly through this whole pandemic bullshit and yep. are like just mentally ready to play and other teams are just on a, a, another planet. So So Jail, I think I think it would be a little crazy not to bring up that that team one of those teams you're talking about Iowa State costed you Thirteen thousand dollars this week. Yeah, thanks for reminding me. Uh, I've been trying to forget <laughs> that for about a week, but I did have them as a part of a ten-team parlay that would have paid out thirteen thousand dollars. I hit every other pick. The that's, irony that's of it, amazing. however, is that the Iowa State game was the first pick of the parlay, so it was immediately shot. Now, if I was a psycho and I was like, fuck Iowa State, and I just maybe redid the parlay with all the other ones, that would have, in hindsight, been the move. However, I did not do that, and Iowa State, I hate them so fucking much. I hate Ames, Iowa. I don't understand why people go there, why people go to school there. It's a trashy institution in a trashy town, and they cost me 13000 So fuck you, Iowa State. I've never had a good experience I'm with firing Iowa State. Iowa State. For good. For good. But yeah, here's, yeah. here's the thing. So it goes back to your point, and I kind of want to talk about this. When you go to the teams that have been coached properly throughout this whole situation, and we talked about this a little bit the other night, you have these smaller schools who come into these big, these big stadiums, these big-time schools. They play up for it. They don't give a fuck if fans are there or not, man. They don't care. They're going to come out and play hard. Iowa State came out and looked like they didn't give a shit about what was going on. Same thing for Kansas and Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina came out and played way harder. It was strictly effort. The reason that Iowa State lost and the reason that Kansas lost is strictly effort. And not to mention that Texas Tech only lost to Houston, only beat Houston Baptist by two points. Houston Baptist, folks. Who the fuck is Houston Baptist? I don't know, but Texas Tech almost lost to Houston Baptist. So college football right now is an absolute shit show, and we've just decided as a podcast, as a unit podcast, we're not going to put our units on something that seems to be completely unpredictable at the moment. Right. Yeah, and and, and on the topic of units, I, you know, all of our listeners who were here last week are, are already aware of this and, and are already enjoying the fruits of our locks. Uh, and we are up 880,000 units uh, after just one week of betting. Last yep. week, I guaranteed our listeners a 500,000 unit profit uh, through this season. We've already surpassed that. So, honestly, the sky's the limit here. I think we're going to be throwing a lot of units this weekend. We don't really know how much, but we'll we'll figure it out. I, I have a feeling we're probably going to throw close to a million units, uh, a million units for for this slate, it feels like, because it, it's looking tasty. 
Yeah, I mean it's 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 been good. It's been a good start. And honestly, I'm just so happy to be here and talking NFL, watching good. And you know, we talked about this on the first episode. We wit we hoped and wished it was good football. I got to tell you, Week One NFL that was some good fucking football we watched. I'm not gonna lie, it was some really really good football. Real competitive guys were playing hard. Unlike college, the NFL was great in my opinion. It's been the best sport to watch since you know COVID kind of disrupted everything. So they've done a they. They've done a good job with the productions of the the broadcast too. I mean, the, at first I thought the piped in noise was hokey, but you don't really notice if the camera's just on the field. And usually I'm yelling and screaming with my buddies anyway, watching the game, so you don't really notice those things. And there were fans in the stands at the game last night, uh, the Browns and Bengals, the toilet bowl. So. I mean that was refreshing to see, and I think it'll only get better. So it's it's fucking awesome. So I was just gonna say when I, what I was watching, I just strictly and I'm a big basketball guy, and I thought the NBA was good as far as effort level by the players, but I think the NFL crushed it as far as just those guys getting down and just playing football. There, that if you were to take the fans out of it and you didn't know you were watching football in a COVID state. Like, it was really, really good football, and I'm and I'm really, really excited for the rest of the season because those guys were just playing ball and just it was awesome. Well, they're they're football players. They're not you know this isn't the Rockets and the Los Angeles Lakers. I didn't even watch that series <laughs> because I figured by game three they just break out into a Broadway musical. <laughs> I mean that that's like that's how these these egos and fragile personalities in the NBA. It's always some fucking drama. And yeah. it, some of it's like team size. Like if a guy, if a team's five guys and one guy's having a bad day, that might just infect in the whole team. But as if you got twenty two guys playing on the field, one guy having a piss day maybe won't you know have that effect. I don't know. That's just what I think. Watching the NBA in the bubble has just been infuriating, and I don't like betting on it, and I will not bet on it. On that on that topic, did you happen to hear Joe Burrow's comments after the loss last night? No. So I was listening to a little bit of St. Louis sports radio this morning. Joe Burrow came out and said winning is or losing is not acceptable. This is the first time in my competitive sports career that I've lost two games in a row. We're going to get in there and we're going to fix it. This is not acceptable. I don't know about you. I'm all in on Joe Burrow. I'm all in on Joe Burrow. He's he yeah, he, no, just, I, he I has thought- the moxie. He threw over 60 times last night. Dude, they can't keep doing that to the guy. He's going to die. But I'll tell you, well, the post-game comments he had about this is the first time in my competitive sports career that I've lost two games in a row. Can you imagine being that type of a fucking winner? <laughs> like, Can you imagine that? That's the kind of guy you want on your team, for sure. Yes. I think he looks great. You know, I think he's still a rookie. He did some rookie shit. He like called a timeout when the ball's getting snapped to him. Um, some pretty bonehead stuff, but rookies do that. Things get fast and you just, you know, even the best quarterbacks come in and, and, you know, struggle year one. And I, I think he's going to be, you know, a star for sure. So he looks, he's looked good. Maybe some people who didn't look so good last week. I think, uh, maybe, maybe we should point out some early NFL toilet teams. Uh, I think, if I had to pick my top three, um, I hate to say it, but 
I don't know. Number one might be the football team. Yes. Um, number two, probably the Panthers. I think everyone's going to score 40 points on the Panthers this year. And it's going to be really hard for them to win games because their defense is just a, a doormat. Um, and number three, this is a tough one because I feel like the picture's a little cloudy still in terms of who's really in the garbage can. Um, I'm not sure. I hate to say it, but the Bengals probably are in that bottom three. Like they're gonna have they were they were the worst last year. They're probably not gonna be that much better this year. So I'm going. I'll I'll, I'll tell I'll I'll say this after watching the games I watched, and this is and, and you said the football team, but they had no business winning that football game. Um, if Carson Wentz doesn't just collapse in that game. I mean, I watched the first half and it was a it was an absolutely dominating performance. And then it could have been 27 zip. But the turnovers just gave Washington the football team a chance to stay in it and they won. I think they're definitely one of the worst teams in the league. I think Carolina's really going to struggle. And my thing and also I think um this is this is going to be hot. This is a hot take, man. I think it's going to be between the Detroit Lions and the Miami Dolphins. I was not hmm. impressed with Detroit. Was not impressed with Detroit at all. And I and so I'll say this about Miami. I'm not going to get too into Detroit. There's a lot of things I have to say. I'm not but I have more to say about Miami. Miami, if they can go to Tua at quarterback, maybe but Ryan Fitzpatrick, a quarterback, was a nightmare. I picked Miami plus six and a half last week. It should have hit. Ryan Fitzpatrick looked like a scrub. I mean, it was hard to watch. That, well, that, Fitz, Fitz, Fitzpatrick has two modes. You know this. It's Fitz magic or it's Fitz tragic. Yes, and last week he was Fitz tragic, and I see Fitz tragic going on for the rest of the year. I think Tua takes over at some point, I hope, because you can't play the way you played and really, New England, they looked good. I mean, they're de- it was New England. Their defense was defense. Cam really didn't have to do much. And I, I was shitting on Cam last week. But, hey, he had a good game. But it was because New England's just a solid football team. But Miami had every chance in the world to cover that spread. And they and it was Fitzpatrick, who, or Fitztragic, who just, who just blew it. So I think... I think the Lions are going to struggle this year. I think the Dolphins are going to struggle this year. I think the Bengals will struggle this year. Uh, maybe maybe replace the Bengals with the Lions because they're they're still a solid team. But that that's a tough conference if you're the Lions. Um, and I got to and I got to bring up this. You're a Chicago guy. What do you feel about that Chicago Bears comeback? It's I have mixed opinions on the game. They should have won that game. Just based, if you look at some certain numbers, they should have won that game. There was a point in the game where David Montgomery was averaging five and a half yards per carry. That kid's a baller. The Bears were losing by three possessions. How does that that happen? That doesn't make sense. How does that happen if you're a football coach? If you have a running back averaging five yards a clip and you're losing by three possessions? I just don't get Matt Nagy. I don't get the Bears. They are... Like it just seems brain dead and identifying strengths in their players. 
in, in, with, with Trubisky. It's like all of a sudden they realize, oh, we got to score some points in the end of the game. They let you know let the reins off Trubisky. They're not playing. They're not calling the you know Matt Nagy genius plays where four guys are going in motion and they're changing everything. And there's it, it's bullshit. Play fucking football. Let Trubisky be the athlete that he was advertised to be. Don't scheme him into paralysis, which is what I feel they've done. And and let him play. If they if they let that happen, they might win a few more games. But I just think the Bears scheme themselves out of a lot of a you know potential and i think yeah. it's not going to change so i obviously happy they covered we were all over the points total total when the yeah, bears scored was, 20 points money. i said if the bears score 20 points this total's going over when the bears scored 20 it was a half point over so yep. you're all over that pick you're so welcome I, I, yeah so and i want to add one more team to the teams i think that'll struggle this year i know i'm at like team five or six I think the Denver Broncos are really not very good. I think we both can agree on that. Uh, I think Drew Locke's got some promise. He's got some swag to him. He's got some moxie, but they just they didn't seem to have it. Um, just the complete the complete game. I think Denver is going to struggle as well this year, just from watching the tape. I'm I'm not for sure on them yet. I haven't. I just there's not enough for me to go off. There's some things that I you know, can see with football teams and it's like, wow, these guys are really fucking bad. So, um, so let me ask you this. What was your, your best takeaways from week one? Who impressed you the most? My biggest takeaways from last week, I think are Carson Wentz is a fraud. He's a bonehead who will never be successful in terms of winning championships in the NFL. He might not even make it in the league two more years, if you ask me. He's just—he's an injury waiting to happen. Um, I could go on for days about how his playing style just infuriates me. I think he's a reflection of the arrogance and just blind, stupid confidence that Doug Peterson has. I think that's just a bad situation. I think Jalen Hurts probably takes over in the next couple of years. They get rid of Wentz. Um. So that comes in later. I, I think our biggest takeaways are going to be embedded into our picks this week. Like that, that's kind of the short and long, the short and narrow of this. Yes. And, and I, and I, and I have to say my biggest like, wow of the weekend was Aaron Rodgers. If I don't give Aaron Rodgers a shout out right now, I feel like that's just ridiculous that dude looked unbelievable. He makes throws that shouldn't happen. You know what I mean? He yeah. Yeah. He looked so good. The Packers defense was spotty. But man, if if Aaron Rodgers plays like that and the defense can just get it straightened out, dude, watch out for the Packers, man. Aaron Rodgers looks healthy. His arm is still phenomenal. That that's my like that was my wow of watching all the games is Aaron Rodgers looks fucking good. The wild guys for me were probably Josh Jacobs. He had a huge day. Mm -hmm. um, we covered that points total really easily. Thanks to him. He had, you know, three touchdowns all his own. So I really, I think they're going to run the hell out of the ball with him back there. Um, don't see him getting a victory this weekend against the saints, but he had a great performance. Other notable quarterback performances, I mean, 
you got about what you expected from Drew Brees on the other side of the spectrum. Tom Brady shit the bed just like we knew he would. He had two picks, yep. uh, pick six, basically threw the game down the toilet for his team. Um, they did have some drops and you know miscues offensively. Uh, at the end of the day, though, it was pretty much the game we expected. It was a perennial contender versus a a you know a victory lap mismatch bunch of washed up clowns trying to stay on the same field. I think they bounce back this week. It'll probably be the best opportunity they'll have to do so in the next few weeks. So I might look at that. I don't think we're picking it, but I mean they uh, they they took it on the chin. Yeah. No, it was uh yeah, that was a tough one, but I I think if you know, it's I still have faith in Brady, not necessarily because I think their offense is what everybody is uh kind of drawn it up to be. I love that defensive front for Tampa Bay, and they go in and have to play a Saints team that in my opinion could could win the Super Bowl this year. So the Bucks. I, I said week one, I don't think the Bucks are going to make the playoffs. I I may take that back a little. I think they could sneak it in a wild card. Um, I I don't know, man. It's going to be really close if the Buccaneers make. They're going to have to figure some shit out. Tom, they're they're one of those cloudy teams yes. where it's just hard to tell. There's a there's a large upside, and a, the big part is they're just defensive front. If you have a defensive line that can control the line of scrimmage, like. Really, they—I mean—they did for a portion of that game. You can you can stay in the game, and and you know if you're in the game and you have Tom Brady, you have to think you're going to win most of those games. So if Brady figures it out, if that offense figures it out, the Buccaneers are going to be tough because of their defensive front. But we'll see. We will see. Yeah, I, I, I uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, they're obviously going to get a lot of attention, so my eyes will be there. Anything else to recap from this week? Oh, how could I forget? The Mountaineers, Marcus, your pick, the last pick, the no-brainer <laughs> pick. Yes. And that was, you know, and at game time, it came out on Bleacher Report and all bunch of uh, sports media. West Virginia had 11 guys get suspended for breaking team rules. I, wa- I was a little worried, not going to lie, but it was a... T- I wasn't. <laughs> it was an wasn't. easy cover, minus 41 and a half. I told you, you're welcome. If you bet EKU, you're a moron. You're an idiot. And uh, listen to us more. But, yeah, West Virginia off to a good start. That's really the only – Neil Brown Neil Brown stays out <laughs> of the shit house, so that's Yeah, good. Neil Brown's keeping his job. So, yeah, that's really the only college team I'm, I'm watching lately. I'm, I'm all bought into NFL. College looks like shit. It'll be nice when the Big 12 starts up – or the Big 10, excuse me, when the Big 10 starts up. Until then, I'll just be keeping up with West Virginia because they're my they're my boys. I think their next game is next weekend against Oklahoma State. That should be yeah, a, that'll be a good one. A, a shootout. But yeah, other than that, I think I think we're good. I think we're uh, I think we're ready to uh, move on to week two. Unless you have anything else, let's dive in to week two. Are you behind on your bills? Maxed out your credit cards? Do you lie awake at night worrying about you or your family's financial future? We at The Spread Podcast offer the unique and exciting opportunity for losers and financial fuck-offs to win free money each and every week. Here's what we need you to do. Follow us at The Spread Picks 
on Twitter, and tune in every week to hear our weekly locks. Back to you, Marky Mark and Jay. All right, week two, all NFL, baby. We're putting our balls on the table. We're parlaying all these picks. We're going 6-0. 6-0. Vegas! It's my fucking birthday! Take the Rams! All right, my first pick. We touched on this earlier. Carson Wentz got sacked eight times and threw a bazillion interceptions against the football team. And I get it. Ryan Kerrigan and Chase Young on the same D-line, that's scary. That's hard to deal with. But guess what? Aaron Donald's the best fucking defensive lineman in the league. Carson Wentz might get hospitalized this weekend. I'm worried for him. He, I am genuinely concerned. I sent in a letter to the commissioner, Roger Goodell, expressing my concern for his well-being. Somehow or another, this line has got bet to a pick him. Rams were favored at one point. The Rams kind of look shaky. Uh, you know, like maybe they were, you know, dusting off some cobwebs. Cowboys definitely didn't look good. But if Carson Wentz continues, unless he completely pulls a 180 and is a different, like, brain in his head, which he'll never have. He has a peanut for a brain. He will fail miserably again this week. He's going to just have his own lunch fed to him. I don't know what you what the saying for that is. What do you say? Uh, he's gonna have his ass fed to him. Yeah, he's gonna eat his own ass. Yeah, he's gonna get. Or they're just gonna open a can of whoop ass on him. He's gonna eat his own ass. Something along the lines of his ass yeah. being. He's gonna eat open. his own ass. <laughs> All right, but that's my pick. Rams pick them. That's such a great pick, dude. Lock and it up. That's such a great pick. The Rams look elusive. They look fast. Their their defensive line, man, it's I I the only thing that can save uh, Carson Wentz is COVID. The only- wow, <laughs> that's the only thing that can save him because he is. So if if he gets if, it, no, if or- he gets COVID, that's good for him because he's gonna have to not take the ass beating that he's about to get from the Rams. You see ah, what I'm saying? I so see. COVID so is the can, only yeah, thing can that can out. save him at this point. The Rams, this was personally my favorite pick of the week. I love, love the Rams this week. I love the Rams this week. Hammer it, lock it, do whatever you want to do to it. I love it. Great pick. Put that thing down, flip it, and <laughs> reverse it. Come on. Okay, that might be our outro song yep. for today. Yep. Uh-oh. Feeling it. All right. All right. What's your pick, Marcus? All right. This is we we already we talked a lot of the 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 prequels to a lot of these picks, but I'm going Buffalo Bills minus five and a half. Lock of the week last week. Smack, 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 smack. Lock of the week, smack last week. Buffalo Bills. I'm staying on the Bills train. Um I don't believe in Fitz. I think it's going to be another Fitz tragic game. It's minus five and a half. This seems like a no-brainer to me. Again, another Bills line where I feel like I'm getting trapped. We didn't get trapped last week. We're not getting trapped this week. Bills, minus five and a half. Lock it in. All right. 
Marcus, uh, hold on one second. I'm getting a transmission here. Uh-oh. Okay, well, folks, uh, I have to interrupt the programming. We have a very, very, very important message here just coming hot over the airwaves, and I, we need you to stop what you're doing right now and listen. We have an over-alert. 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 Watch out. We're taking it over, and this over is going sky high. Rocket ship through the atmosphere, stratosphere. What's the exosphere? exosphere. Is that the high Hold one? On. Exosphere, like the mesosphere, I think is one of them. I'm not sure. Well, yeah, we're going whatever the top sphere is. That's how high it is. We're going to take the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers over 49 and a half. Couple reasons why I like the pick. And this is going to score 100 points. Aaron Rodgers sliced and diced up a pretty good Vikings team last week. Okay? They also gave up a lot of points to Kirk Cousins. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know much more reasoning you need than that, but I'll go a little deeper for you. Matt Stafford's got an arm. He's going to make a few throws. They got Adrian Peterson in the backfield, so the running game's going to get working. That'll open up things for the Detroit Lions. I just think there's probably going to be about 60 points in this game. 49 and a half is a fucking joke. Take the over. Marcus. Yeah, you, ha you have the best, I think, the best playing quarterback in the league right now with a spotty defense with a Matt Stafford and an Adrian Peterson that are going to score 20. I see the Packers winning 35 30 somewhere in that range that is the oh dude i i love these picks i love these picks i don't i oh okay so we went we went over we had an over alert i'm gonna flip it and go an under under call uh-oh put on your underpants the new england patriots seattle seahawks under 45 under 45 this Love is going to be a stereotypical, let's see who can keep the ball the most, possession game, field position game. Two good teams. I'm not buying Cam Newton, but I'm buying the Patriots. It's still a good football team. Seahawks, good football team. I don't see this scoring in the 40s. I don't see it. I think the New England Patriots and the Seattle Seahawks go way under 44.5. I think it scores around 35 I do think the Seahawks come out and win because Cam Newton's going to have to go out and actually make plays instead of just walking into the end zone against a bad team. So you heard it here first. New England Patriots, Seattle Seahawks under 45. Love that pick. Love it. Um, my takeaway from the Patriots, and I expressed my concern about how they would scheme Cam Newton into their offense, and it, it actually makes total sense what they're doing. They, they're just playing small ball. Um they're running the ball, creating some opportunities for Cam to carry the ball in short yardage situations, which he is good at. So I think for the Patriots, their main goal in this game is going to be possess the ball as long as they possibly can. Because Russell Wilson had a, had a fucking game last week. I also love the Seahawks defense. They're looking physical as hell. Um, they got Jamal Adams back there in the backfield. So I was I, I usually was you know kind of on the hate train with him, but he looked really strong and, and had a good performance. I, I just like the defense on both sides, and I like the fact of how Patriots will have to scheme against the Seahawks. So, good eye, Mark. Um, 
Marcus, I want you to give another pick, and then we're going to swoop into the lock of the week, and we're going to fucking bag, tag, and ship this motherfucker. How's that sound? Sounds great. Uh, my last and final pick of the week is the Arizona Cardinals minus six and a half against the Washington football team. And we talk a lot about quarterback play. We hey, talked a hey, lot. Hey, buddy, who's your favorite team? What, what's uh, When you watch football, who do you root for? Not the football team. The football team? No. Hey, no. it's a football team. What a fucking joke of a name. That's such a joke. Um, so we Sorry. talked a lot about quarterback play. Kyler Murray, in my opinion, looked really good. He knows how to get the ball out of his hands in pressure. What the football team can do, and they do it well, is put pressure on the quarterback. But they did it against Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, who has stick him on his hands. He can't throw yes. the fucking ball away. He, he hung on to the ball. Way too long, and Kyler it, Murray gets it out. Quick. Yes, he, Kyler, he fires it out. Kyler Murray knows how to get rid of the ball because he's a small quarterback. He has to, and I think the Washington football team is terrible. I think that I think the Eagles should have walked into an easy victory. It, it, it's 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 still mind blowing to me. I think I believe I texted I texted you JL about ten minutes into the film and said, "How the fuck." Did the football team win this game? It made no sense to me. I think the Cardinals' offense looks electric. I think they're fun to watch. I think Kyler Murray gets the ball out of his hands, and I think that completely takes away the football team's biggest strength, which is their defensive rush. I think Dwayne Haskins plays like shit. I think the Cardinals win by 10. It's an easy cover. Lock it in. Let's go! Love it! Let's keep the energy up. <laughs> All right, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I wish I could go. I wish I could go to Vegas with you. Hey, he, there's just tell tell your wife you're going to wine country or something. <laughs> Say a a business trip came up, and then meet me meet me at Caesars at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Imagine if I showed up to Caesars just. It, what would you do if I just showed up just strutting to Caesar Palace pool, just fucking getting it? Honestly, I'd probably ask you for five hundred dollars. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Be like, dude, do you have five hundred dollars? We'd but we'd go just playing. We'd go I'm gonna parlay be, something. I might own Caesar's Palace. With, I'm so after jealous. I that parlay. I'm because so I'm going to take that ten thousand bucks and I'm putting it on black on the roulette table, <laughs> doubling up on their ass. Gee, you're going from the parlay to the to the tables. <laughs> that's yep. a that's a sketchy game, brother. All right. It's going to be awesome. It's just nothing is bringing down my energy right now. Like, I can feel it. This weekend's going to be fucking awesome. Okay. I'm so excited for you, man. As we mentioned, we're up 880,000 units. Okay. With this lock of the week, which we're about to serve up for you, this will easily put us in the realm of, you know, 1.8 million units profited. Uh, I'm I'm comfortable to put a million units on this. I'm I'm gonna just gonna say it right now. Sometimes we release the unit info later. Um, that's just how we operate. Don't ask too many questions there. But this one, I'm comfortable to say we're putting a million units on it. This game is another over. It features two teams who have the potential to score, and one team who every team in the NFL is probably going to score 30 points on them every game. This game is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Carolina Panthers. 
We're going to take the over. The over, folks. I'm going to say it one more time. Over 49 and a half, okay? Whoa, 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 whoa. 47. 47 and a half. Oh, 47 and a half? Yeah. Oh. Few reasons why here, folks. Marcus, are you with me? Yes, I, I could not be more with you. Fuck yeah. So my hunch, not hunch, it's I can watch football and see shit when I, when I know it. When I, I know shit when I see it, Marcus. <laughs> yes, when he sees it with their his defense, Their defense was bad. I've synced it. It was just bad. I've synced it. And, you know, you, it says something when you give up 34 to the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders have some tools on offense now. Henry Ruggs look fucking good. But I just, I think they're going to get torched every fucking weekend. And... Uh, on the other side of the ball, I think they actually have a good scheme going on on offense. Teddy B had a decent day. Uh, they almost won the game. C-Mac, you got to me, he's the best running back in the league. Uh, so th- they're going to get some points. Um, they're definitely going to score. I would put... I would put the Bucks, Or sorry, I, I would put the Panthers scoring anywhere between 17 to 23 points. And then I see I see the uh the Bucks having a, a bounce back week here. Um with the you know, they're they're disappointed in their offensive performance. They're probably in the film room this week licking their fucking chops over this Panthers yep. defense who is who is just awful in the defensive backfield. So I think I think the Bucks probably score 30 points and this covers, you know, It'll probably be in the 50, 53 range, but 47 and a half to me is just a joke. It is so a joke. Lock that shit up. A million units. Okay. I don't know what your unit is. A million. What better team for Tom Brady to rebound after a loss after playing the Saints to go play Carolina? A scrub defense. Tom Brady is about to rip them up this week. I see Tom throwing for three to four touchdowns. I really do. I think well, he needs to. Well, and, and it, Brady's a competitor, man. He's not going to fucking just fold. He's going to come in. He he did not play well against the Saints. But, again, the Saints could win the Super Bowl. I love the Saints. They're a great team. This is the lock of the week. It, it, it's going to hit. How many weeks of the lock of the weeks have to hit before you jump on board? That's all I have to say. Ride with us. Fuck with us. Yeah, it's if you don't take the lock of the week with us, you're you're just a fucking idiot. You're you're dumb. It, there's nothing there's nothing more to it. It it hits every week. It hit last week. It hit the week the year before that. We never lose the lock of the week. No, it hits every week. I can't, every week I, I can't remember the last time it didn't hit. I'm not lying. I'm not. Neither can I. I'm not flubbing. I don't remember the last time the lock of the week didn't hit. <laughs> I'm serious. Hit. I swear to fucking God. <laughs> it's going to hit. It's going to hit. It's well, fuck. it's going to hit. It's going to. Fuck it. Do we just work through all of our picks? I think, Marcus, I think unless you have can anything I, can more I give to a, add. Can I, give a little, can I get a little side NBA juice? Even though I don't know if this if, is coming yeah, out Friday it. night. But go the Lakers, it. the Lakers Nuggets, is the total is 210. 
bet that under. I don't know if you're going to hear this Saturday or Friday night, but I'm telling you right now, we recorded this. This is 4.10 p.m. on September 18th, 2020, before the Lakers game, under 2.10. That's a lock. That's an NBA lock if you wanted a little side cheese for the boys. <laughs> side cheese. Yep. Lakers. I gripped her like nug- a bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what a fucking great podcast, man. Have a great fucking weekend in Vegas. Happy fucking Parlay all six NFL picks. It's already locked. It's locked. I have 50 on it to win 1,800. It's locked. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Thanks again for the happy birthday wishes. It's your from that's a spread week two we love you guys come say hi to me in vegas if you got a couple extra bucks sitting around catch a flight i'll be hanging around at the sports books come find me fuck with me hey follow us on twitter rate us on apple Podcasts. tweet us follow us fuck with us let's go let's get some traction here fuck with me and i will set you free it's been a pleasure. Missy Elliott, send us off. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. It's your primitive is why I need a It's your primitive is why I need a If you got a big, let me search it. To find out how hard I gotta work yet. It's your primitive is why I need a It's your primitive is why I need a Boys, boys, all type of boys. White Puerto Rican Chinese boys. Girls, girls, get that cash. If it's nine to five, we're shaking your ass. Ain't no shame, ladies, do your thing. Just make sure you ahead of the game. You know, Missy still super duper, but Prince couldn't get me change my name. Papa, who to can tell you slave again? No sign. Picture black saying, oh, yes, I'm my side. Got a Lamborghini, so I drive faster. Just to make your haters even freaking madder. Admit I'm the shit name, one new batter. When I drop this record here, it won't even matter. Why you act dumb like it, dog? Say you act dumb like it, dog. As the drummer boy go brr up a pum pum. Give you some, some, some of this cinnamon. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. It's your primitive, it's why I need a It's your primitive, it's why I need a If you got a big, let me search it. If